Hi, Andy. How are things? Hey, all good. How are you? You all right? Yeah, I'm very well. I'm very well. Um, so, Andy, just to, to follow up on yesterday's squad announcement, obviously the four players ruled out. Um, Pete and Dermot, it was both monitored throughout the week. I saw pictures earlier on of, of Pete training this afternoon. Kind of how involved in the session was he? How confident are you that he'd be available uh, for this weekend? Uh, look, we're just going to listen to what our medics say and around that. We'll keep assessing him, you know, hour to hour, day to day, um, and give him as much time as we can to uh, hopefully get him through and, and get him playing. But, uh, you know, we have to take the lead off um, what the medics and, and ultimately what his body tells us um, as we roll into the weekend. And, like, was it just a limited part in training he was doing today? Uh, he, he just did some stuff in terms of getting himself mobile, uh, moving again. Um, and yeah, just very much still connected with what's going on on field. Did Dermid do any training today? Uh, yeah, he has. And again, we'll just keep assessing him as we uh, as we roll through the week into the weekend. Um, but yeah, he's um, he's been a part of training today. Last injury-related question. Just on the, the four guys, obviously, that, have went, that are going through the HIAs and aren't available... Just on a on a wider scale for rugby, is this a bit kind of disconcerting to see the extent of the, like four players coming out of the one game picking up head injuries? Um, yeah, look, you know, some of some of the some of the collisions as as you know they were refed in the game were deemed um, you know illegal and and they were given the um, the appropriate. Uh, you call them cards, or, or the repercussions were there from the referee side of things. So we, um, you know, they, they've handled that, uh, and those things happen within games, uh, week to week. And the other two were just were just freak, you know, freak injuries really that again could happen. It's just unfortunate for us that we uh, we knocked them all up in in the one game um, at this point in the season. But but we're we're happy with where we are as a squad. We've got a lot of depth, um, a lot of lads exposed to. So rugby throughout the season, um, both at a URC and, and European level, and um, you know we we've had to cope with with this kind of stuff before, and uh, we're confident in the lads who are who are available to be selected from. And just last one for me, there's it's been quite a while since Munster beat Leinster in a in a knockout game in rugby. For for this group of players, where there's a lot of them who are on the the younger side of things, who obviously wouldn't have been playing way back then, but. What would that do this weekend if you could get that win? Away from even just getting into a final, but in terms of beating a team like that in a knockout game for their development? Uh, look, you know, it'd be, it'd be a huge experience for them, absolutely. Um, but again, like we have done all season, and uh, not to sound like a stuck record, but we, we've got gone week to week, every week. Um, and we, we've pushed hard this week in terms of the learnings that we've taken from Glasgow. And um, we're just trying to consistently get better with our with our players. And um, this experience at the weekend, you know, is uh, is something I'm sure will help them grow and develop and uh, and put the squad and the team in a, in the best position possible moving forward. Thanks, Andy. Best of luck this week. Cheers. Hi, Andy. Will here from Virgin Media. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah. Sorry, something's beeping, but there we go. We're all right. How are you, Will? I'm good. Not too bad. Listen, um, just looking back is. Fairly two close games this season between yourselves, especially the one at home. Um, do you think that this side, because obviously you've been on a kind of a, an evolution curve this year with new management, new coaching setup, and everything? Do you think you're closer now to 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 that Leinster team and those after those two results? Um, look, we, we've we've again we've tried not to to pin ourselves against other people. 
Uh, we've, like you've, you've just mentioned there, we've we have been on a bit of a a, a bit of a evolution throughout the season, um, exposing new lads to, to the way we're playing um, and new ideas coming in. That took some time. Um, it's been well documented uh, throughout the season there. That it, it took a bit of time to bed in and lads get used to the way we're trying to play. But we're, we're confident where we are. We've we've been away from home for the last was it three, four games, um, and you know we've we feel certainly from the South African trip and and the Glasgow game, uh, we're in a good spot. And um, you know they're tough places to go, as is Dublin. And um, we've given a good account of ourselves the past three weeks, and we'll have to carry that momentum into this game. With obviously their Champions Cup uh, game the following week, how do you think they're going to approach it? Because obviously you guys have to try and figure out who you're going to come up against in this lineup. Do you think that they will take a cautious approach? You would kind of think the Champions Cup is priority for them, no disrespect to the URC. Do you think they'll mix it up a little bit? Uh, look, I've got no idea um, what, they, what they've got planned. I know that they've got a, a very good squad, a lot of depth in that squad. Um, and whoever is out there, you know they're gonna they're gonna go hundred percent for Leinster. Um, so look, we're not we're not overly concerned. We're just looking at the trends that Leinster put out there, analysing them, being as prepared as possible um, for the game at the weekend, and and basically going out there and expressing ourselves. You know, so it, it, we've tried to focus things on us as much as possible. Just with Peter, I imagine he's kind of he would run through walls to play in this game. Um, are you are you hoping that he's fit so you, you won't have to pass on bad news to him that he, he won't make the starting fifteen? Like I said, that they're, they're all decisions that are taken way out of my hands. Um, and look, if, if he is available, great. If he's not, we've got some uh, unbelievably good players, talented players who've um, who played a lot of rugby for us this year in that position. And uh, we've got full confidence in what they'll do come Saturday if uh, if Pete doesn't come through medically. And listen, just finally for me as well, just mention uh, what Neil was saying <coughs> about the HIAs. It must be terribly frustrating, especially for the likes of RG Snyman, who's missed so much rugby, um, to have to sit this one out when it's pretty much the culmination of your season. Obviously, there's players to come up and, and step in and, and earn their crust and stake a place in the team for next year. But it must be very frustrating as a coaching staff and also for the players to, to have to miss this game out. I would like, you know, for us, it's, it's more, uh, we're gutted for him. Uh, it's not a frustration from us at any point. It's um, he's he's worked incredibly hard to get himself back, and and you could see certainly through that South Africa trip, he was he was picking up form again. You know, um, getting a cumulative load of minutes back under his belt, and um, we're just we're just bitterly disappointed for him that he can't he can't get out there at the weekend. But you know, he's again just like the other lads are, they're hugely connected to what's going on on field and um, and added value, uh, even though they're not. And they're not available um, due to the head injuries, but uh, yeah, huge, um, huge knowledge and uh, and help and assistance in terms of what he brings um, off the field at the moment. Cheers, Andy. Best luck again. Thanks, Will. Andy, Trevor here, live ninety five. How important has the um, improvement in defence, I suppose, in the last few weeks, particularly when you look back to last? Saturday and the pressure Glasgow put on you in the opening, say twenty minutes, that that monster held you held you held Glasgow out. Um, yeah, again, um, there's certain there's certain trigger points throughout the season where where things pop their head up, um, and it would have been Glasgow here at Tillman Park earlier in the season. Um, that was a real catalyst for us to 
really dive into that defensive side of things. And Dennis is um, incredibly detailed, emotive, and, uh, and and really simplified things for the lads. Um, and credit to the boys, they've they've rode in behind it. Dennis has driven a lot of it. The lads have been heavily invested in it, and um, and we saw we saw the benefits and the outcome of it come uh, the Stormers game. So look, it's um, it, we're incredibly happy with the performance from the weekend. Showed not just um, not just that heart, dedication, uh, courage defensively, but a lot of technical accuracy um, and tactical. Uh, knowledge and, and, and execution in terms of the way we'd set the lads up for the game. Um, Dennis specifically had set the lads up for the game, and um, yeah, very happy with uh, with the way we, we kept them out for large parts of that that game. And lastly, for me, uh, Graham said after the game that there was so much more to come from from Munster in terms of improvement on, on that performance from the Glasgow game. Yeah, look, the, the, there was it would be. We'd be lying if we stood here and said we were incredibly happy with with everything. There was this huge, huge parts of the game that we could be better at. We left a lot of scores out there, um, and uh, we're just we're putting a good week together now on the grass. We we've had a good day yesterday, recovery, um, walking through a few bits, and today we've trained really well. And uh, it's constantly about getting better. Like I said earlier on in, in the um, in the chat here with you, it's we're. we're We've got a lot of lads who've still got a lot of developing to go. We're constantly trying to push them to get better and uh, that's that's what we'll continue to do. Okay, and we go to Derek for the final question, please. Andy, um, I, I don't know what I'm talking about, so I, I need to ask you, what, what was going on at Tighthead um, in, in, sorry, in, just at the start of the second half there? Were Munster having problems or were they getting on top? Was it really encouraging the way that, that in a way, the Tighthead became the first line of defence? In what way, sorry, Derek? Were a lot of penalties under your posts and stuff um, when, when you were trying to hold out. Um, the, he, the referee seemed to be just making different decisions and falling over the place and just doing strange things. I thought the two boys did really well just around the time of the substitution. Yeah, I know they did. Look, our, our, lads, um, our lads performed unbelievably well up front um, in, a, in a game that was, you know, the ball in playtime was 44 minutes. So you're asking a lot of those those bigger lads. Um, but they 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 were brilliant, certainly in a round set piece. Um, look, there's there's a number of different things. There's, there's four different voices coming in uh, from a, an official point of view as well. So... We, we've we've not overlooked we've not overlooked things there really um, too much. We're, we're reviewing it on Thursday, um, but look, our lads give a huge account of themselves in that area. Uh, we've got depth in that area as well with um, with the lads we've got available, and we're massively confident in that area. That's hardly going in against, say, for instance, possibly tight four long on the Samoan captain Michael Anatola. Say that again, sorry. That's heartening. I thought I thought it was a heartening front row performance, considering you could potentially have Tyke Forlong and the Samoan captain Michael Alla Toa this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Look, you know we've had some good exposure the past few weeks. We played against South African front rows, uh, like a national team front row, for two weeks on the tap. So we're um, in terms of that preparation week to week. We've had really good games to set us up for these knockout stages of the competition. So, um, yeah, look, we'll keep uh, tipping away there. Hi, Stephen. How are you? All good now. How are you, mate? I'm not too bad now. Um, so tell me, two 80-minute games in South Africa, another hour 
yesterday or not yesterday, a couple of days ago in, in Glasgow. What's the secret? I don't know. Um, old ages, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. All happy. I've uh, really enjoyed the trips to Africa and uh, yeah, I was delighted to play a big part in uh, what was a great couple of games for us. But even just on the kind of wider point of it, you know, you said age is, is doing well for you. You've signed on for another year as well next season. Like you're obviously feeling very fit. You're obviously not feeling like you're you're ready to pack it in anytime soon. Uh, no, no, the body's feeling good. And um, yeah, I suppose I'm feeling fresh and things. And I suppose I kind of missed a uh, portion of the season uh, in October. I got the ankle injury, so I missed about three months there. So I suppose I've been kind of fresh going into the second half of the season. And um, so, um, yeah, no, delayed. And as a team, things seem to be turning at the at the right time as we're coming into the last few weeks. Like, it's been a fairly up and down season. There were a lot of very good days and there have been a lot of pretty bad ones as well, scattered right across the season. But has there been, I suppose, since that Glasgow or Sharks game, <coughs> the, the two games in South Africa and now the win in Glasgow at the weekend, has there been a turning point at any stage in the last month or six weeks a specific kind of moment or yeah, a moment with was. the squad or anything like that? Yeah, I think there was uh, we kind of a good hard look for ourselves when we came back after the European loss against the Sharks and um, you know we kind of knew we were going back out there to play the Stormers who were top last side so we had a good review there and um, you know we did a lot of things to work on and uh, we we took kind of two weeks to do uh, to do that and uh so yeah, we put up sleeves, I suppose, and um, it was massive going down there and getting that big win in, for in Cape Town. And then I suppose the the team of the last few games, all away from home, it's been it's been almost like that old school monster backs to the wall stuff. Like you've been around with this team a long time now. Do you still feel that that's when you get the best out of yourselves? When I think nearly everyone expects you to lose. Yeah, I suppose we've gone to some tough places and one which has been great and it's obviously given us a lot of momentum and a lot of confidence and we'll leave that this weekend going to going to the Aviva where the opposite to us, Leinster, are quite comfortable and every match I've seen to preview in the last uh, few weeks has been from the Aviva. So, um, yeah, they're kind of the opposite to us, home comforts for them. But, uh, yeah, look, we'll, uh, we'll take great confidence from our last few weeks. All right. Very best of luck this weekend, Stephen. Thanks, <clears throat> Stephen Trevor here, Live 95. Um, just, just to carry on that, uh, to look ahead to Leinster, I mean, the, the rivalry between the sides in recent seasons, do you think Munster are getting closer to Leinster um, in terms of, I, I know the games even this season were quite close, but... Uh, to, to try and win a URC semi-final on Saturday at the Viva Stadium is a huge ask. But you, you know, do you think with the form that that that, that months are in at the moment, that even despite the the big injury list you have heading into it, that you have a good chance up there? Uh, yeah, I do think so. Uh, obviously, the two matches, as you said, were quite close this season, and I think we've come on a lot as teams since then, and obviously Leinster have too. But uh, so we have to take the conference. So we're, we're not we're not a million miles off, and. Um, yeah, look, we're, we're, we know it'll be a big test and uh, we're looking forward to the challenge. Sorry, i just come back in there. And, uh, you know, you referenced the Sharks game. Um, I suppose I mentioned this to, to Andy as well. The defence has definitely improved when you saw what, what Glasgow were throwing at you in, in the opening stages of the game. And then to score a try nearly with your first attack, 
um, and you know get another try and, and basically keep them out for most of the second half as well that uh, the defence has really improved in recent weeks yeah, it has. I think, cause, yeah, like you said, there was there was a massive turning point when we we soaked up a lot of pressure in that first twenty minutes, and um, then the first chance we got, you know, to pile it back on them and get a score was was, was a big, um, you know, it was a big momentum shift in the game, and we took great confidence from that. So uh, yeah, look, in fairness, Leams and and Mandy, they've done great work for uh, with us there in the last kind of few weeks since that Sharks match, and um, it's really an area we focus on our defence and we tightened up, and uh, it's about through the lads hard work, and um, yeah, I suppose that going forward we need to be on top for our game on Saturday. Okay, best of luck. Thanks a million. Thanks, Trevor. Hi, Stephen. Um, this is Derek Foley from the Star. Um, I was just looking at the idea that um, this must be a really exciting match I, at this time of year. You've got you're likely to have sort of players such as Tyke Furlong, the Samoan captain, Michael Ala Alatoa, um, the Kane Healy's of this world. Uh, the you know you know you know what I'm talking about. Is this exciting for you as 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 a rugby player in in a World Cup year to be getting a chance in a big stadium against against quite frankly some fellas who are looking forward to the World Cup. Yeah, it is. I suppose, look, you want to play the best players in the world and we've been lucky over the last two weeks. We've played a lot of spring box down in South Africa, uh, top-class front rows and we played the, a lot of the Scottish front rows last week. So, uh, yeah, look, you, you want to be challenged every week and uh, we're starting to get mad at the moment. It's top-class opposition. Am I allowed to put you on the spot? Um, have you given up on a, on, on a World Cup place or would, you, would, you, would, 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 would it be nice to play at a World Cup? Yeah, it'd be very nice to play the World Cup, and you never say never. But uh, it's a uh, fairly unlikely you now if you're in the bookies. Okay, I don't think so. But anyway, um, tell me, um, I thought the I thought the monster front row had to battle hard just around 50 minutes against Glasgow. They sent you some confusing refereeing decisions, but but the pack stayed down. You scrummaged. You were underneath your own posts. Did Did you feel that that was part of a turning match in the game, where where the where where, where the the holding out there was important? Yeah, it was it was a big part of the game. This was, you know, Glasgow kicking out there was, was an important part. And um, yeah, look, we, were, we had a couple of five minutes scrums there, and we managed to get on top from there towards the end of it. And uh, luckily, relieve the pressure and get out of there without conceding it. Did it make you feel good? Did feel good? I was watching it on the television, and I thought it was I thought it was a very important moment. Did you? Oh, did yeah. you? Felt great after Derek. Yeah, brilliant. Okay.